0: This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hello once again. I'm Phil Latzman. This podcast, a daily digest of the news events here in Arizona. It is made possible with listener support. Last day of our new member drive here at KJZZ. If you rely on this podcast, we rely on you to fund it. And all we do at KJZZ, so please make a contribution at KJZZ.org. It is Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. Some studies have found uh, Tuesday is the most productive day of the week. <laughs> Cheers to that. And let's get to the news. Thanks for your contributions, by the way. A federal court will decide whether a case brought by the government of Mexico against five Arizona gun stores can indeed move forward. From the Frontier Desk in Tucson, Elisa Resnick has the latest.
1: Mexican authorities argue the five gun stores have systematically participated in trafficking military-style weapons across the border and into the hands of organized crime. At a Friday hearing in U.S. District Court, attorneys for the gun stores argue the case should be dismissed. They said their clients can't be liable for crimes that occurred after the guns were sold. They also said the trafficked guns traced to the stores were a drop in the bucket compared to the total number trafficked to Mexico annually. Lawyers for Mexico argued the stores knowingly engaged in activity that should have been flagged as potential trafficking, like straw sales and the purchasing of multiple military-style weapons at once. Alisa Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson.
0: Arizona Republican Senator Ken Bennett voted twice on Monday in favor of policies that critics say target the trans community. From the politics desk, Cameron Sanchez reports that he then cast a crucial third vote against those same policies.
1: Bennett helped pass two conservative bills that would require transgender students to use different bathrooms and changing rooms from their peers and ban school employees from using a student's preferred pronouns without parental consent. Both bills are sure to be vetoed by Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs, but Bennett rejected a third measure that would have bypassed the governor and put both those policies on the ballot in November.
0: I can probably identify three or four of my nephews and nieces that would fall under some of these Uh, situations, and I have to always think um, of them on behalf of everyone who's in one of these situations.
1: Bennett said he was concerned that once passed by voters, any unintended consequences wouldn't be fixable. Cameron Sanchez, KJZZ News, Phoenix.
0: Arizona's Chris Mays has joined a bipartisan coalition of state attorneys general and the Federal Trade Commission in filing a lawsuit to stop the largest proposed merger of grocery stores in the U.S. Kirsten Dorman has more on the state's role in the action.
1: Roughly a year ago, Mays announced her office was launching an antitrust investigation into the merger between Kroger and Albertsons. Her office's YouTube channel posted a recap of its findings. We've been to Yuma, Prescott, Kingman, Sierra Vista, Tucson, two sessions in Phoenix. We were most recently in Green Valley. Community members voiced concerns about stores closing, loss of community jobs, and access to food, especially in rural areas. The lawsuit says the merger would violate the federal Clayton Act, which bars mergers and acquisitions that would substantially lessen competition or even create a monopoly. In a statement, Albertsons said it gives Arizona supermarkets a foothold to compete against retailers like Walmart, Costco, and Amazon. Kirsten Dorman, KJZZ News, Phoenix.
0: Meanwhile, a coalition of Democratic lawmakers and Latino advocacy groups on Monday called on legislators in the Arizona Senate to oppose HCR 2060. That is a proposal that would make it tougher for people who cross the border illegally to work in the state. State Senator Flavio Bravo says the measure, which passed through the Arizona House of Representatives last week, would hurt the state's economy. We are looking down the barrel of policy that will not only kill industries and dig us deeper into an already growing budget deficit, but this will undoubtedly rip apart families and upend the work we have been doing for decades to strengthen our workforce. Alejandra Gomez with Living United for Change Arizona compared HCR 2060 to SB 1070, the controversial immigration law passed in 2010 in Arizona that she blamed for a rise in racial profiling by law enforcement. Several members of Congress from Arizona have co-sponsored legislation that is receiving new scrutiny after the Alabama Supreme Court ruled that frozen embryos are children. From the politics team, Wayne Shutsky reports. In the wake of the Alabama decision, some health care providers in that state stopped in vitro fertilization treatments over concerns IVF doctors or patients could face legal repercussions. Critics say the Life at Conception Act, co-sponsored by Republicans Andy Biggs, Eli Crane, Paul Gosar, and Debbie Lesko, could have the same impact. The bill would ban nearly all abortions nationwide and does not include an IVF exception. Republican Representative David Schweikert, who is running in a competitive district, co-sponsored identical legislation in 2021, but he is not sponsoring the newer bill. On social media, Schweikert says he will oppose any effort to restrict IVF, but did not respond to a request to comment on why he changed his position. Wayne Chutzky, KJZZ News, Phoenix. More and more people under the age of 18 are identifying as unpaid family caregivers. Kathy Ritchie tells us more.
1: According to a 2020 survey by AARP and the National Alliance for Caregiving, there were more than 3 million children providing care to an adult, like a parent or grandparent. That figure is now estimated to have hit more than 5 million children. These younger caregivers are also disproportionately people of color. Younger caregivers often help with medication administration or activities of daily living like feeding or bathing. Research has shown that caregiving can take a toll on a young person's mental and emotional well-being. They may experience feelings of isolation or sadness. It could
0: also interfere with their academic success at school. Kathy Ritchie, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Experts say a catastrophic wildfire through the San Francisco peaks could result in nearly $3 billion in damages. From the Fronteras desk and Flagstaff, Michel Morisco reports on new research into potential impacts. An engineering modeling company devised scenarios on the impacts of wildfire to Flagstaff and the surrounding areas. And then NAU experts used that modeling to devise economic impacts from future fires. The modeling area comprises more than 21,000 acres of the peaks and was split into four burn scenarios. Joe Lubrich is with J.E. Fuller Hydrology through downtown Flagstaff. You know we could be seen. Well, on the order of, you know, three to six times the flow rates for a 100 year event. NAU estimates the cost of Flagstaff of post wildfire flooding on the real de Flag watershed, which encompasses most of the mountain slopes overlooking Flagstaff, to range from $535 million to $2.8 billion. Michel Marisco, KJZZ News, Flagstaff. Government and community groups are hosting a resource fair this week in Nogales where prospective U.S. citizens can hear about the next steps they'll need to take to become naturalized. From the fronteras desk here once again is Elisa Resnick.
1: Sean Gosler with Chicanos Por La Causa, one of the groups behind the event, says it will focus on providing information to permanent residents and green card holders about completing the citizenship process in time to vote in the upcoming presidential election. It's a process that's taking about three to six months at the Tucson office.
0: So being March, you know, uh, it'll be March 1st. If you get your stuff together pretty quickly thereafter, there's a strong, strong likelihood you'll be able to vote Uh, at the very least for the general election in November.
1: Gossler says the event also comes just ahead of a fee hike for various immigration processes at Citizenship and Immigration Services. The agency is raising those prices in April. Participants will hear a presentation from immigration experts and have the opportunity ahead of time to sign up for limited one-on-one meetings. It's free to attend. Alisa Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson.
0: The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors has appointed Elda Luna Nehera to fill the vacant House seat in Legislative District 22. The district covers portions of Tolleson and Buckeye in the West Valley. Luna Nehera is a member of the Tolleson Union High School District School Board. Democratic Supervisor Steve Garrido said her nomination was supported by party leaders and community members. When you have the citizens portion of the process say one candidate and the PCs agree, or you know, with the same candidate, uh, it makes my job a lot easier. Luna Naheda replaces Democrat Lisa son, who resigned from the legislature after an ethics panel verified complaints. She engaged in a pattern of threats to city and school officials. Sports baseball. Diamondbacks lost to the A's in spring play yesterday. Mesa 9-8. The D-backs back on their home turf to play the Rangers at Salt River Fields this afternoon. Hockey. The Coyotes back in action tonight, trying to snap a season-long 12-game losing streak. They continue a road trip in Montreal against the Canadiens more than a month since the Coyotes' last win. Basketball suns off till Thursday. They are home for the Houston Rockets then. And that does it for this edition of KJZZ Up. Also, we should say, made possible with listener support, please do give the last day of our new member drive at KJZZ.org. I'm Phil Latsman. Wonderful having you for this Tuesday, February 27th. We'll be back at you tomorrow.